This podcast is a collaboration between Costard and Touchstone Productions and the Dads from the Crypt podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the How Not to Make a Movie podcast. I'm Alan Katz. And I'm Gil Adler. Today, we're going to talk about what makes an actor castable, What's what makes them believable, what why do we cast the actors that we cast? Well, in particular, we're, we're we're talking about one particular actor that you, Gil, have cast twice. That's indeed right, Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Now, we in the interview that that that's about to come, we we did not get around to talking about the second movie you cast him for. But the key is why you cast him a second time. the The first movie that you and Tay that you hired Kate, uh, Tay for was. House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill. And then a couple of years later, you read a script and the first actor you thought of for it was? Tay Diggs. Why? Uh, good question. Uh, I, I think he's just very believable. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about actors who come out of theater and yeah. how you believe them sometimes more than you believe people who aren't trained in, in, in the theater. And it just seems to me that you know, when I saw him in the, in the things that led up to me being interested in him as an actor, the plays that he had done in New York and, and Stella got a crew back, his first you know, movie, yeah. uh, I just felt like, you know, he he's somebody that I'm, I was interested in working with because I believed him. Yeah. And yeah, what makes, yeah, what makes an actor believable? What, yeah, it's, it's a very curious thing. It's not just, necessarily the reading of the lines as you know as we look at each other even through this horrible screen you know we there are all kinds of little visual clues that we take from each other's faces and the rest of our our body language and so what an actor projects even when they're not speaking sometimes especially when they're not speaking especially yes especially is right and and you know it really goes back to it for me it always goes back to and i've said this number of times on other uh, and other uh, times I've spoken is emotionality of character. Yeah. By that I mean, do I believe this character from an emotional point of view, or are there just words coming out of his mouth or yeah. her mouth? Yeah. You know. And and with him, I always believe what he said. Yeah. I just always felt like he was telling me the truth. You know, I I cast Tony Shalhoub that way. I cast F. Murray Abraham that way hmm. because they are just wonderful actors. I believe them. Yeah. I, I look at their movies, I look at their plays, I look at their television, and whatever role they're playing, I just believe them. Yeah, F. F Murray Abraham is an incredibly believable character. I mean, just I, when I think of, even when he was playing Salieri, a, char a character who really I have no emotional connection to, no, I mean, a thousand years ago in essence, and yet yeah. he made him so incredibly yeah. accessible. Yeah. And everything he's done, as has with, with Tay Diggs as well, yeah, yeah. everything I've seen, I just believe. Yeah, uh, that is that is one of the most striking things about about Tay's work. He is incredibly believable. Well, gosh, how 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 does an actor do that? Here's Tay Diggs. You went to Syracuse. And Syracuse University, Syracuse, Uni Syracuse University, and and got your um, major of uh, master of fine arts in theater in musical theater. 
the BFA. The B, the, I'm sorry, the BFA. All right, I'll, I'll get this right eventually. So you had the BFA, <laughs> excuse me, in musical theater. Uh, now, were you, I, I, there's no nice way to put this, were you a theatrical type before you, uh, you I, went to Syracuse? I, I was. I was. I didn't know it yet. My mother had oh. the, uh, the foresight. Uh, she, she saw it early. I thought I was an athlete. Uh, really? but was yes, I was a little, a little small, uh, making the transition from junior high to high school. Um, and you know, because of that, I sat the bench and I was, you know, kind of homely, your, kind of nerdy. What were your sports? What, 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 what were your sports? I played soccer, tennis, and uh, and track. And huh. it was uh, it was tra track is when I realized that I, I was I was in a completely different, uh, different uh, you know, <laughs> atmosphere, sure. Sure, a sure. solar system than some of these uh. Some of these older, uh, you know, more developed kids. So it wasn't until I transferred to uh, Rochester School of the Arts, uh, and that's where I kind of found my tribe and was able to uh, to thrive. Had you been in any plays before you went to Rochester? No, no, I had been in one church play, uh, sang in the gospel choir poorly. Was had crazy, crazy stage fright. Um, huh. But thankfully, you know, at uh, Rochester School of the Arts. They uh they broke me of that at least enough to uh to enjoy performing, and uh and I kind of found uh found my calling. How did they cure your stage fright? I think it was just the uh the uh, uh the repetition. You know what I mean? It was you know. Um, but the the confidence that at at least you had this you had this down in your head. Sure, sure. Well, you know you you take classes with the same students that you're you're performing with and for. So, so you mean the, you know, the repetition of well, just the community. Sure, sure. You know, um, practicing in class and then doing it in on stage, uh, and it's just yes, you know, yes, I think, yes, you yes, know, yes, yes, yes. Masters like Kobe Bryant will tell you, you know, if you do something fifteen thousand times, it doesn't matter if you're nervous or not. It's just muscle memory. So it was, it was that because I still get, I still get scared today. You know, but uh, you know, as long as I have enough rehearsal. Uh, it is like a muscle, and you just let it do its thing. Indeed, mm. indeed, indeed. It, and and when you get really good at it, you 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 feed off that. You sure. need that nervous energy. If you're not feeling it, that probably means you're not feeling it. I mean, people say that, but there are a lot of times. It's usually when, only when it's when it's staged. I would. I really sometimes. I really wouldn't mind not having that because <laughs> it can get. You know, it can really it can really be distracting and, and take a yeah, certain no. amount of concentration to get through it. Sure. Um, and uh, and, you know, there have been times when I've been so nervous that I've, I've gone up on lines or, you know, there was this one play. I was in a soldier's play off Broadway, New York City. Sure. And I think Denzel Washington was in the audience and he was in the original um, uh, or did the, the original movie. You knew story. he was in the audience. Yes, of course. Of course. OK, so and, it, uh, and it took I, you out oh, of your head a little bit. 100 a lot it took me out of my head a lot yeah. um i'm gonna put me in my head actually <laughs> too too much in my head and i had this this beginning sure, sure. monologue you were sitting um, in the audience next next to denzel watching you oh i was in his i was in his head wondering oh. <laughs> oh, no. you were seeing you were seeing your performance through his eyes <laughs> yes oh that's yeah, a lot of gymnastics yeah. inside your head while you're trying to act in a in, in a very good play right right and okay. I had this, you know, like five page monologue and uh, and I kind of tried to let my muscle memory take over. And before I knew it, I had started to repeat a certain part of the, the monologue. 
And I didn't realize it until like, yeah. So I had to like, you know, uh, while I was, this is where actors, you know, I really give it up to, to actors because while, while I was in the middle of repeating it, I had to figure out where I had gone wrong and how to jump back to where I needed to be without, you know, trying to not let the audience figure it out. Mm. Um, but again, I got through it. But but the great thing is that once once you flub like that, um, you, the, the rest of the show is a piece of cake. Surely. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, you have a, a. It's an excellent experience for you at, at Rochester. Yeah, yeah. Rochester was cool. It was a big enough city um, that there was stuff for me to do. But mm-hmm. not so big that I got in trouble. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, we had a nice little um, um, out scene. You know, we could go out as as, as teenagers that you know wanted to chill out with the ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a great theater scene with Jiva Theater and Nazareth and um, um, mm-hmm. University of Rochester and um, my mother. Oh, my mother. She she she. Re- I have four brothers and sisters. And she uh, raised us all. And then a- after a certain age, she went back to get her degrees in, thank you, in theater and dance. So she oh. would drag us along to all of her rehearsals. Had So she, and, before, um, she had, before she had you all, she had been a performer? No. No. She no. Uh, was a teacher. Huh. Um, yeah. She, I mean, in high school, I think she, you know, she, she was on the... What do you call it? The the people that throw the batons around, you know, oh, she was a cheerleader and cheerleader, a yeah. majorette or something like that. Pep, the pep she squad, did that. Yeah. And she sang in church, but then she just got, she caught the bug. And I remember to this day looking at, watching her choreograph her audition for the dance, for the dance portion. And I remember stealing parts of it for when I auditioned years later in awesome. uh, School of the Arts. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Um, um, so that's where I caught the bug. You know, I remember going to her rehearsals and just seeing all these really beautiful women. And, you know, they were, were always laughing and um, joking around. And then literally watching her transform from being my mom to the characters that she played on stage. Hmm. I remember one of the first plays she did was Charlotte's Web. And she was Charlotte. And that was one of my favorite books growing up and watching her be Charlotte from Charlotte's Web was wow. was just great. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, very cool. And then on to Syracuse. And now, then, yeah, yes, yeah. Syracuse. Now, when I, when I first met Gil, you know, and I learned that he was from Syracuse, I, I went to Vassar. I, I was a, a drama major in Vassar. Uh, oh, okay. Drama and major well. I, I loved it. My my college education was was key to my evolution at in the drama department at Vassar my whole experience there was was seminal but my dramatic literature professor was <laughs> amazing he was uh his name was Everett Strinshaw one of the world authorities in Strindberg and Ibsen and uh his lecture on Ibsen's ghosts was <clears throat> it, it it was just tran- transcendent because he, <laughs> he completely, you know, we had read the play, all of us, and, you know, we knew it. And then he breaks the whole thing down. He completely deconstructs it. And then 
he reconstructs it from a just the the emotional point of view. And mm-hmm. when he gets to the ending, and Mrs. Alving, whose son Oswald is dying, is sitting there in his wheelchair, and she's behind him, facing the audience. And the sun is the sun is setting, and he's saying, "Oh, mother, look! This the sun is setting. It's beautiful, isn't it?" And behind him, she he can't see her, but the audience can. She's dying as well as he is because the right. sun is setting. It's a thunderous moment of 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 theater, and I suddenly understood what storytelling is supposed to do, and what sure. writing is supposed to do. What theater. Yeah. Well, it's I have I'm still talking about it forty some odd years later. So obviously right. it made an impression. So for me, my college education was four years of awesome. So yeah. then I meet this Gil Adler becomes my partner for for a decade, and you know one of the first things we talk about, hey, where'd you go to school? Of course, that that's always the talk, and he says Syracuse, and his experience at Syracuse is <laughs> not my experience at Vassar. I hated it. The first, the, the the four years of my life that I could, I would gladly give up, change in any way possible. It was the worst experience of my life. The only thing good that came out of it is I was living in the dorm, uh, Sadler dorm, with the football players. And in those days, Larry Zonka and Floyd Little were the big football players, and I didn't know them, but I wanted to know them. I worked in the cafeteria. And so, did you, did you, did you, did you by any chance take 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 a a thorn out of anyone's paw one day? No, no, no. They, they, they tackled me uh, at the elevators one day inadvertently before a big game against Oregon State. And so the next thing I know, I'm, I'm lying in my bed in my room and I'm looking up at Larry and Floyd and I'm like, am I dreaming? Because I know these guys are born. And they go, are you OK? Are you OK? I go, yeah, yeah. Why? Well, you know, you got off the elevator and we were having we were playing, you know, little little football touch football. Wasn't so touch. It touched me. All right. So I became really good. You, you got you got taken down by Larry Zonka and Floyd Little and Floyd Little and, yeah. and so, lived and lived to tell about it. Well, the funny part was I became really good friends with them because I also worked in the cafeteria and I controlled ice cream so I, <laughs> and chocolate ice cream was a premium. And so I would tell people, no, nope, there's no chocolate ice cream. And I'd say <laughs> it to my friends. So Larry and Floyd would come over and they go, Gil, you know, you know, we want. And I go, oh yeah, I got, it. I got plenty of it. I you got the have, goods. I got the goods. You want a five gallon? You want a five gallon drum? Just <laughs> put it under your shirt. You, so you, you were the emperor of ice cream. Good God! Yeah, I, I, I went to um, um, Floyd's wedding. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're not just talking. That's real stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, great. Long time ago. That's long time cool. Ago. But but I hated That's Syracuse. Cool. Except, except for those guys, I hated Syracuse. I was t- I was studying something I hated. Didn't want to take it. My parents wanted what, me to take it. What, what was studying? it? It was uh, business and accounting. Business and accounting. Yeah. Well, so there were no women in my classes <laughs> that I cared to know. And some of the men looked better to me than the women in those classes. Sure. Sure. Um, and so and, and I was living in, in a men's dorm, working in a men's dorm, and I never saw women. I never, you know, I was told this was a great school to meet girls and everything. I didn't meet yeah. anybody. That's awful. Yeah. That's awful. I'm so sorry because it was the exact opposite for me. I could not believe how amazing it was and to not have to answer to my parents and mm. to stay up as long as you want. And mm. uh, it was awesome. 
So what awesome. I would do, what I would do is I would hide at Krauss College, you know, the, the School of Music. Sure. I would live in the in the practice rooms. I would instead of doing my accounting homework, I would go into the piano room and I play the piano in the dark all night. That's a movie right there. That's a yeah. movie. <laughs> you, should, anyway, you should think about that. <laughs> I love Krauss College to this day. When ah, I see, so when I see the university, Krauss College to me is is the place. It was so great. Yeah. And just walking by those uh, those rehearsal halls and hearing all the music. And yeah. it was really great. Really, really great. I loved it. Yeah, we I, I had a lot of classes that were there, voice classes. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Awesome. Did you, did, were you down at the theater department on Genesee as well? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. We had to take that walk all the way yeah. down the hill. Yeah. Um, in that freezing cold weather, but oh, it yeah. made it. It made it, it was worth it. It was worth it for me just being around. Because as, as I said, you know, my early college days, I didn't have much of a social life. And it wasn't until my early high school, early high school days. Uh, and it wasn't until later in high school that, that you know, when I found my, my tribe of, of other actors and dancers and performers. Uh -huh. And then that just continued uh, at Syracuse. So, sure. um, you know, that means so much being around other people yeah. that have the same interests. You know, I took oh, that yeah. for granted. Um, it is, and, it is uh, one of the great things about being a drama rama. It, it's a whole culture unto itself. You, yeah. you, it, it is the word tribe is exactly right. It's yeah, and you know we we recognize each other across you know you know the tribe I traveled with, but we were we are a collective tribe. We we have mm -hmm. there's a very similar sense of, of of really of what we want from this world. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't. Uh... You know, in, in high school, in the beginning of high school, it was all about, you know, who had the most money and, you know, who uh, who the quarterback was and who the cheerleader, you know, the main cheerleader was. But, yeah. uh, you know, when I when it when the arts entered my life, it was just about uh, sharing these interests. And it wasn't even, you know, about how talented you were. It was just, you know, if you had a talent, um, you were allowed to kind of, you know, show your wares. And uh, and you were accepted, and that's that's what I'm very thankful for. Now, when when you were graduated from Syracuse, mm -hmm. uh, within a year, you you were on Broadway. Yes, yeah. I don't know what uh, you know. Now there's all this talk about you know manifesting and you know, law of attraction, and uh, and I had no idea what what that was when I was younger, but I knew somehow. I don't know if I was cocky or overconfident, but I just knew that I was going to make it. And, um, you know, I moved to New York City because I, I was told, I wasn't told, I figured I had the best chance of, of working there because of, because of Broadway and because of the, the music theater. Uh, and, you know, I was a song and dance man. So I, I like to sing, I like to dance. Right. I like now to sing, act and dance. Now the, and, uh, the, the the song and dance thing that all right so you you go from being an athlete but not able to compete as well an athlete. not an athlete right a athletic yeah I'm, okay <laughs> athletic a athletic oh, oh okay 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 you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to give you I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, yeah yeah I got to okay. keep it we shared we no. shared we shared that too as well that's not a, that's, <laughs> yes. it was Syracuse and that capability so. yeah sure um, sure um, the song and dance is such a particular thing. You know, there's okay acting, singing, dancing, yeah, but the song I mean, and dance—that's that's a rather particular skill set. To that's the thing. Where it have. wasn't where it wasn't for me. Like where where when I went to high school, we all did it. 
You know what I mean? I remember my best friend uh, was an artist. You were at a performing and, arts high school. Uh-huh. Right, yes, right, yes, right. Yes. Exactly. So, so, yeah. So, so you, this was being, these were being cultivated. Yes, yes. But I mean, people that were, you know, it, I don't know. I don't know what it was, if there was something in the water, but there was just talent all around. My, my, my <laughs> best friend, Shane Evans, he, I write children's books now. And he, to this day, he illustrates the, the children's books and we, we write them together. And he was a fine artist. And, you know, I remember our senior year, they were having auditions for West Side Story. And he auditioned for Tony. He's a fine artist. Never was in a play, never yeah. sang in choir. Yeah. And he got the lead. He had a beautiful voice and he wow. got the lead. <laughs> so it was like, it was that type of school where we yeah. all did everything. So when I went to um, college, then I realized, oh, okay, um, I have a, a specific, you know, skill set here, and I'm, I might have a leg up on on other people, which is why I decided to make that move to mm -hmm. to New York City, and why I guess I had the confidence. My first job was at Pizzeria Uno as a uh, as a host because I was too anxious, I had too much anxiety to be a uh, to be a waiter. Oh, um, and I remember, yeah, wow, I remember. I remember telling the other two hosts at the desk that I was going to either get my own TV show, get a movie or be on Broadway in a year. And six months later, I was uh, I, I was in the cast of Carousel. So, you know, luckily I was right. <laughs> it, it is good that it works out, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, before you got rent, you spent some time as a cast member in Disneyland Tokyo. Yes, I did. <laughs> that's a, but that's a bad when when I saw that I thought, "Oh, I've got to know more about that. Please. What was that?" Uh, uh, I had done Carousel for a year. Yeah. Um what, and, and what uh, role did you play in, in Carousel? I was in the ensemble and I was the jigger understudy. Yeah. Uh one of the best times of my life. Um, Brian Darcy James was in that cast. James Barber was in that cast. Um, who else? A bunch of people that went on to do uh, a lot of really great things. Um, and then a friend of mine uh, that I had worked with came back from Japan with all this money and all these great stories and said, you know, uh, you should try it out. And I remember telling my my agent at the time, that I wanted to do that. And she said, this is a step backward. Like you've, you've already been on Broadway. You know, everybody that, that works at these places are trying to get where you are. And I said, uh, I just want to experience this. Everything will be here when I get back. I'm mm -hmm. just as talented. I'll be fine. And she said, okay, I <laughs> doubt it, but okay. And uh, I went almost for like nine months, you know, <laughs> came back with a bunch of money, great experiences. And as soon as I got back, um, I got rent. So uh, once again, for, for whatever reason, I was on the, uh, on the right track. What, wow. what, what, aside from uh, some money and, and the experience, was there any other takeaway from, from the time spent in, in, in Tokyo? A Japanese girlfriend. That was awesome. Oh, you know, okay. um, speaking that I learned, I learned a good portion of the language and just, cool. it was the first time I'd been out of the country outside of Canada. So oh. just uh, just culturally speaking, you know, oh. um, it was it, my eyes were opened. Yeah. It's, it, it's a fascinating experience. I, I've been to Tokyo a couple of times. Uh, it it must be what it's like to be completely illiterate because none of yeah. the language means anything to you. 
it, it right you know, right it must well be greek or japanese it's <laughs> it's it was, really, uh, as, well, they, as, yeah aside from the food which is you know you can which is is beautiful you know the the plastic right. food <laughs> and there are no addresses the whole address in tokyo the the address system is really it it's it's not it's not how we it's not a physical street address it's it's yeah and so if yeah. you had to go find some place oh my god it's impossible yeah that's where yeah. the uh that's where the girlfriend came in handy oh my god. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's where that came in handy but it was uh you know they have so many different it's like they have different different styles of of the language so the the opening, you know, when you're first learning, it's it's fairly easy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but then they have the, the way that you speak when you're working with other workers. Then they have the way that you speak if you're speaking to someone's parents. And then they have the way you work, you know, the way you speak if you're, you know, if, you, if you're making a certain amount of money. So on my base level, it, w- it was pretty easy just to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, but but after that, then it got then it got pretty, uh, pretty difficult. Um, but it was, uh, it was an amazing experience. It's something I'd never, I want to get back there. You know, it's been over 20 years and I'm sure it's changed, but they were, they were texting back then. It's, you know, when it came to, um, uh, you know, their technology, they had, they had cities where, um, there were shops where Americans weren't allowed in because they wanted to keep, keep what they had kind of top secret. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a trip. It was a trip over there. All right, so uh, rent. Yeah. Uh, you you were in rent for how long? Well, maybe two years. I think two years. Two years, yeah. From from off Broadway to Broadway, and then winning other Tonys, and then um, I left. So, so, but but it's, so it's two years doing rent, a year doing Carousel. That's, yep, year doing that, that, Carousel, a year okay. in in japan about and then two years doing but what, doing uh, what, what, what i'm going for is that that's a lot of singing the same song again and again and again does yeah are, are there were there songs that you have to do again and again and again that that never get old and are there songs that do get old um that show it never did because there was always something that came along that made the show fresh again you know, um, the music obviously was amazing. So we wrote on that for the entire run. But, you know, we were off Broadway um, and then, it, you know, we, we became a hit. So that gave us, you know, uh, 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 you know, inspiration to, to, you know, if the music wasn't enough, you know, Al Pacino was sitting in the, you know, on the floor in the aisles because, you know, everyone had, had heard how, how, how great the show was and then mm-hmm. and then you know selling out to to you know to to these great houses and then moving to broadway you, you know you had you had clearly gotten over or had gotten better at dealing with the fact that a, a denzel washington was washington was sitting in the sure audience. yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. did you find so, yourself hoping that, that that there were some you know some some people out there that 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 might give you i mean did that what did that do to a performance, knowing that, that someone, someone that you wanted to perhaps impress was out there? Oh, well, we get, we were spoiled. We were spoiled. It was my second Broadway show. Mm. And, uh, and to be a hit mm. and that kind of hit, mm. you know, that was hitting people, you know, on so many, 
on so many different levels. You know, very rarely can you be a part of something that is uh, is a trend for for all the right reasons. You know, um, so you know we we were walking around like our like our shit didn't stink, hmm. um, and at the same time you know, trying to remain grounded, but trying to figure out what the next move was. Everybody was trying to figure out, you know, where they wanted to sign with this record deal and what TV show they were trying to do, you know, the next play or the next gig. So um, that that started to become a little distracting, hmm. I have to say, because we all, we all knew this was kind of lightning in a bottle and uh, we were trying to figure out what, what, uh, what was next. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you, your first feature then was Stella got her groove back. How, how, how did that come about? I, we, me and Angela Bassett, uh, I was performing in rent in the evenings. I had gotten a gig on, um, the daytime soap guiding light. So I was doing that in the day mm -hmm. and, um, and I got the audition for, um, how Stella got her groove back. Excuse me. I remember reading the breakdown, and it said "tall with dreads," <laughs> and uh, and you know I had a shaved head, and I'm I'm barely five nine, <laughs> so I figured I'd just go in and kind of uh, you know leave a mark, and just let people know who I was, just because at that time you know I was trying to do more more stage and uh, excuse me more TV and film, <laughs> so surprisingly I got a callback, um, I nailed the callback, and then. Um, Angela Bassett and myself, we had the same agent. Um, so my agent said, you should see this young kid. Um, he's in the, in this, in this, you know, popular play called Rent. So apparently she went to see me, Angela Bassett went to see me in Rent and, um, and wasn't impressed. But then she saw my work on the daytime soap and thought, she wasn't oh, impressed with your work she, in Rent. She, I mean, I don't know if that's, <laughs> you know, nothing, you know, there were no, uh, bells and whistles but it wasn't were, until were she you saw, having an off night i don't know maybe so um but were, i will say were, i had the smallest role lines that, that, that having gone up in in in, in the that, that you were repeating uh maybe, well, no. maybe, maybe she was having an off night let's put it maybe. there <laughs> nice <laughs> all right thank you i, I like to, i like to remember <laughs> it that way yeah but uh but i played this character this movie this uh record producer called um sugar hill Damien, Damien Sugar Hill. I can't remember. I can't believe I remember that on Guiding Light. And he yeah. had, you know, she could see more of the, the personality of someone with confidence and swagger um, when, uh, you know, it was it was on TV as opposed to to stage. Sometimes, you sure, know, stuff can get sure, lost in between sure, the stage sure. and the audience. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but when you're watching something on 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 a, on, on a small smaller screen, um, she well, she related to 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 that character and and brought me in for a screen test you know the 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 thing about all right and talking as a as, as someone who has cast a lot of actors right i've never cast an actor to act i really I mean personally i've always wanted them just to be and, right. and to a degree you know to, to be as honest emotionally as they possibly can be you know, using someone else's name and using dialogue that we're going to hand to them but it's it's that who they are comes through that Screen, little right. and small, whichever, and it's a thing that you you can act. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and so I'm I'm you know the camera is 
the camera loves you. Oh, okay. I hope you know, so. It, it's, it, it is simply a fact that, that uh, a lot of who you are, it simply flows through the lens and out into the wherever it's going to go. So, <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, one thing I, I've noticed through my career in, in terms of actors and working with them is that I have a predilection towards people who have a theater background. And that's mm. probably because I have a theater background as well. Mm. But okay. I also look at it and I go, you know, those people are not afraid to invest in the emotionality of character. Yeah. And to me, that comes yeah. across. And maybe sometimes mm. if you're not sitting right in the real close in a theater, you don't catch it, but you will catch it right. in close up. So right. it just feels to me that the people who have had theater backgrounds um, seem to be able to nail it faster, quicker, get there quicker than than maybe others who haven't. Yeah, same, same in my experience. Um, yeah. uh, and there's a there's a level of discipline and commitment. Um, yeah. Generally speaking, you know, this is you know yeah. saying yeah. nothing of, of of screen actors, but in right. my experience, yeah, there's uh, it's a it's a it's a different. We we come with a with a different set of tools. Yeah. Um, so, and you know, sometimes it takes a minute to to calm us down and to kind of lower our voices and to to rein it in energy yeah. wise. But once you get one of those uh, actors that that can um, uh, monitor that, um, then I think you know, th then the sky's the limit. Yeah. So Ms. Bassett sees recognizes your tools, right? This, this is a <laughs> this is a well stocked tool shed. Yeah, and and, uh, and, and the I next thing she does is. Uh, she says, "Yeah, let's have them uh, audition with, with two other gentlemen, um, uh, a screen test. They don't they don't do these much anymore. But it was like mm -hmm. a chemistry, a chemistry test on screen that they filmed. Uh, and uh, of all times to forget my lines, I remember this one scene, um, sitting across from Angela Bassett, um, holding her hand, and I went I I couldn't remember how the scene began." And I remember looking at her just smiling <laughs> and she, she just squeezed my hand and I could tell through, she was telling me to just be okay, just relax. Oh dear. And I remember her squeezing my hand and kind of rubbing it. And then I was able to kind of fall back into my body and start. Cause you know, I had to do the accent and you know, I wasn't very, uh, how do I say this? I was confident when it came to my talents, but not confident as a human being. Sure. So, sure, um, sure, so once, sure. yeah, once yeah. she, uh, once that she was, kind but of, that was then that was then. Well, it's, it's still, you know, I'm still really? going to therapy for my self-esteem these days. <laughs> well, you, I, Hey, I, 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 I'm also in therapy and issues, yeah. but it feels like you're doing great, man. Just, just one, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. one I guy gotta, who's gotta... wrestled with, with very same things and, and I feel it. And yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I feel that struggle. God, I feel that struggle. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I gotta, sorry, sorry. Tell, I gotta tell, but tell myself that most days you're doing yeah. great, man. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. And and hey, you're the whole reason that Stella got her groove back. And you know, <laughs> hey, it was it's in the script, but you still have to sell that. Totally, totally. And I've never, thankfully, I've never had an issue doing that. When the uh, when the audience is in front of me, and then or that camera, it's it all comes out, and that's. Uh, that's uh that that's been a blessing yeah it's never it's never gotten in the way of of uh of bringing in the money so i'm okay <laughs> uh i i have to confess 
once I, I, I left the, 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 the crypt group and, and, uh, you know, the, the, they all went on to do the couple of horror movies, house on haunted Hill among them. Right. Uh, I've never watched those movies and I'm never going to watch those movies. So I, I will apologize <laughs> that for this part of the, for this part of the conversation, I'm, I'm going to have to step back because it, it, it's personal. It, it, I, it's personal. Well, I, I got well, fired. Well, so fuck everybody. Well, <laughs> well, I, with House on Haunted Hill, to tell you the truth, I looked, I looked at the dailies and I agonized over the cut, et cetera, et cetera. But I have, I have, I don't watch the movies that I make after, I, after they're done. Yeah. I, I just, I can't. It's right. so, it brings up too many too many emotional events of what happened surrounding the day of shooting that nobody knows about, maybe right. never even happened on the set, but it was right. something that I had to deal with that's just not where I want to go. Sure, so I get I it. Since. But, you know, that's when we first worked together right. on on that movie. And, and uh, you know, Jeffrey Rush was in that movie. And yeah. we had a great really, cast. Great cast. Yeah. Great cast. And, Cast. And it was it was a delightful experience. Ultimately, on a day to day basis, probably would have felt differently. Who directed? Ooh, I forget. Uh, um, short guy. Um, I think it was. Wasn't he from the Tales of the Crypt? Oh, was it Bill? Was it Bill? Was it Bill Malone? Yep. Oh, it Bill's yeah. a wonderful. Bill's great. Oh, yeah, Bill did a great job. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, freaky, Bill. That that, that, that it took these guys so long to remember your name. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't quoting another director for his friend. Uh, but okay, so uh, you you got an award, you got a blockbuster award for your work on on House on Haunted Hill. I forgot about that. You? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it says so. So you must have. So so hey, it must have something in 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 being there must have brought something special to it. Uh, what what's the story about? I, I I'm gonna, oh my goodness! I'm going to speak oh. for all the members of the audience who have never seen this. This oh this my movie. It's, it's yeah, go I'm going to need your help, Gil. Yeah, okay, it's a go remake. Ahead. It's a yeah. remake, right? Vincent Price was in the original, right? It's, it's a remake William of a, Castle. A, a, castle, castle. a castle movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and there are a bunch of people get invited to a haunted house for some kind of a party. Um. What they think is a party that's going to—they're going to—they have an opportunity to win a million dollars, and right, and right. then things and then things goes go awry. And if you want to right, see, right. you want to know more about that movie, go rent so we can make some money. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 scary and it's fun and it's William Castle and it's Tales from the Crypt ish. Yeah, very much so. And it was number one that weekend. Yeah, it really I was. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yep, I remember. Uh, uh, where did you make this 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 movie? Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Downtown Santa Clarita. I had to slip out yeah. there every day. <laughs> yes. My, I remember my partner in crime was uh, Ali Larder. We were like the oh, yeah. young people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Catan was running around making everybody laugh. Right. Um. And Famka, yeah, I remember it was. It was. I think that was my first movie with with stars of of that caliber. I think, yeah, it was a huge deal for me. Um, um, I'd never worked with you know the likes of a Jeffrey Rush or or Famka or yeah. So that was that was a big well, deal. Angela, Angela, come after on. Angela, excuse me, a Angela. Yes, I mean, she's 
excuse me. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> Angela, I apologize for for the uh, good God. Who are these people? My bad. She was so um um so humble, and yeah, it was it was as if she were family. Mm. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, boy. No, Sorry, no, no, but, but 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 you had a. Uh, I mean, Jeffrey Rush, uh, Academy sure. Award winner. He's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's uh, impressive. I did not have a bad go of it. Yeah, it was. I had a ball. I had a ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've never heard anything from that set that 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 was was terribly unhappy. You know, Bill's a, a lovely director and and, and a sure lovely human being so like i said i i've got nothing else to say about that movie i had i got fired so so screw y'all I, I have a lot to say about that movie but not not for this not this interview not for this <laughs> uh you are a two-time winner of the limps the lip sync battle show oh, right is it right. just when I found out these things about you? Because you know, having never met you before, it, these were just fascinating things that <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, acting, schmacting. You know, tell me about the lip sync battle. Oh man, well that's one of those shows where uh, you watch it and you're having so much fun that you call them and ask if you can be on oh. it. And uh, and I did so, and I wanted to, I wanted to uh, to make a uh, make a splash and try to do something that. That I didn't think anybody else had done yet, so uh, so yeah, I did that. Though I did first one was um, first one was Madonna, Vogue, and I think I, I performed against uh, Neo, hmm. uh, and then the second one was uh, like a tribute to Christina Aguilera. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, so uh, okay, it was fun. I mean, it, it was a great experience. One of those, you know, actors always kind of want to be singers and athletes, and athletes want to be singers and and whatnot. And, where, and it was able, uh, we were able to kind of you know reverse reverse roles for a bit. So where I was does able that to, award uh, sit in your house? Ooh. Right, I'll tell you where. Right next to his award for House on Haunted Hill, which he can't remember where it is. His blo the blockbuster award. Yeah, yes, I should ask. But first and foremost, where does that blockbuster award sit? I have no idea. I gotta. I gotta. Oh I gotta, no! I gotta oh, find no. it. I gotta find. It. I think uh, it's in a uh, in the in the, the walk-in closet. I think. Yeah, it would used to be my son's room, and then we I moved him to a bigger room, and now it's it's uh, the, the guest room that, that that's also a closet. So I think it's it's on the shelf there. What it is actually? It's a it's a, it's a microphone, huh. a oh, belt. No, it's, I course. forget. What what is your yeah. what's your secret? What what's you know what's what what's the difference between good lip syncing and great lip syncing? Oh, I, I have no I idea. Award winning lip syncing. <laughs> I don't think it was the lip syncing. I think it was the 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 dressing and drag. I think that's what got it. <laughs> I was going to say when I think of uh, of somebody lip syncing Christina Aguilera, <laughs> I immediately think of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the blonde wig. Blonde wig and red lips with the stubble. That's what did it. <laughs> and then, and what did you wear? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. I got to say, I've been around. I've, I've done some things. It's been okay. It's what, been okay. What is undone in front of you? What, as you think of kind of things you, you would love to, mountain still to climb? Um, producing producing now i feel like i've finally gotten enough muxie to to uh 
to invest in myself and mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I've got a really great partner uh Shannon Stokey and we're we're producing uh you know we're, we're stepping into the reality world non-scripted as they as they call it and then uh and then uh yeah to be able to you know get to that place where you know you hear it all the time but well comedy comedy I really I really when it comes to the acting mm-hmm. um you know this whole social media craze has uh, has kind of awakened my my uh my my realization of, of you know I just like to be silly and uh the cup the few comedies that I've done um going to work every day and laughing all day every day is is just a really great experience and it makes the time go way quicker mm. I enjoy what I'm doing more so uh uh you know whenever this gig ends you know I'm currently on all american right uh CW right now but whenever that whenever that stops um I'm definitely gonna gonna uh gonna look towards the uh you know the 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 comedy scene mm-hmm. as as well you should so uh that's great yeah you, you know there's i i, sort I of can imagine the let me let me try to explain a little bit. It's sort of analogous, Alan, for you and me and blood and guts and gore. That's how he <laughs> feels about comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it, it seems such a natural. It, it, it's as natural as all the rest of your of, of your theatricality. It's, well, I enjoy it the most. I gotta say, yeah, uh, and yeah, it took no, me a minute to realize it, but I enjoy it the most. You know, I we always looked at. Tales from the Crypt as as black comedy first and foremost horror. Sure. Um, in fact, when when I arrived in Los Angeles a thousand years ago, I I I I was here to do comedy. I I was not a horror person in any way. Ah. I to me it was comedy, and, and the first script Gil and I met a script that I'd written it was a comedy. Yeah. Right, right, and, right. And the first things that we ever you know, developed together was a comedy. The first thing we ever wrote together was a comedy. And, you know, when I first started out, I, I produced a play off Broadway called El, El Grande de Coca-Cola, which was a comedy. And I was a constantly asking, I was asking Joe Papp and Bernie Gersten for a job for like 10 years and <laughs> doing crazy. anything and just wouldn't, you know, they kept saying, you're going to be a producer and you'll, you'll leave. So we don't want to give you a job. And I would say, but if you don't like me, just say you don't like me and throw me out. Okay. Just don't yeah. bullshit. And they would say, no, this isn't bullshit. This is what's going to happen. But, but I, I love we, it. We started out in comedy and, and, and uh, always felt, you know, that the tales from the crypt, even though the ones we, especially the ones we wrote, we were always looking for the humor. Yes. I think, yeah, 100%. I mean, I think those two, they, they go hand in hand, right? Horror and comedy. That's always, whether it's tongue in cheek or just straight out obvious laughter. Yeah. So, you know, comedy, you've done comedy. My God, dude, comedy should, should be the next mountain peak you not just climb, but master. I mean, I certainly like, hope so, because I, yeah, I really love it. I really no, love I, it. I mean, just having never met you and just having had this lovely conversation with you. My God, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tempted to write something for you. <laughs> OK, then it'll be a different kind of black comedy, right? Hey, <laughs> I, I. We, we have to experience it all. And, you know, it, it's funny. One of the, the challenging things these days is, is how do we write in other people's voices? Yeah. Authentically. It's, it's, it's more of a challenge now because 
yeah, there, there is there is the risk of of not just of not just being inauthentic, but really looking inauthentic in horrible ways. And yeah, that's that's it's it's an interesting conversation because you yeah. know, as an actor, you know, we there's a certain amount of ego that comes with any actor that is worth their weight in salt, where we think we can do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so really? a lot of times, especially when it comes to uh, the way certain African-American uh, literature or uh, 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 culture is, is, you know, looked upon, you know, um, it can be very specific and, and, you know, discussions of, of authenticity and, and whatnot. It's, it's all under, understood. But there also, for me, is something to be said for being able to take, you know, anybody's writing and make it your own, you know what I mean? And put something on it that makes it authentic to you, hmm. no matter what, you know, your, your cultural background may be. And there's that that's a part of, of this business that I've also really grown to love. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what I love about House on Haunted Hill and one of the main reasons why I jumped to do it was that my character, I don't think, was written black. And I love the fact that in that day and age, you know, it was like you either did black movies or you were the black guy in a yeah, white movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and I love the fact that this this was just a young man and they, you know, whoever, you know, thanks to Gillen, whoever cast it, um, they saw me and I made that character my own. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody would look at that and say the character was whitewashed or, or you know, that character was inauthentic to, you know, the African-American culture. But, you know, I just did what I did. And, you know, luckily, you know, the powers that be trusted me and, and we, we, you know, we, we, that character was what it was. So it's, 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 I can add a little bit to that because, you know, when you came in for, to audition for that, I think, or we talked to management, your management about it, right. um, you know, you're right. It, the, the, when it was originally written, it wasn't written for black fella or, right. It wasn't written for anybody. It was written just as a character. Right. And in those days, mainly those characters were white. And so when you when we came across you, we really dug you. Yeah. And 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 the color issue was was had nothing to do with it. We just thought here's a really good actor. Yeah. He really, you know, represents the part. He he's around he's the right age. And, you know, why not? And, yeah. and so it, it's so unlike kind of the thinking that goes through between then and now. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's it's almost in a way naive, but but also honest. Yes. And sometimes yep. you don't get either of those today. Exactly. Exactly. It's either too overthought yeah. or not thought of at all. Yeah. yeah. And you know, yeah. obviously these are the, you know, the growing pains that, that we have to go through just in society today. But uh but yeah, I, I I do. Yeah, there were there were times when every once in a while when I when I do long for those those days when uh it was just uh the be the, the best guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, really and truly, you know, I, the 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 way that casting is opened up is 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 terrific. When yes. I think of the the argument of, of but how can you cast a black actor in a white role? Well, honestly, <laughs> the, the actors act race actually is is not. There are bigger differences that we will over, over we're willing to to overlook in a white actor 
mm-hmm. that are far like especially in English characters when 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 they get the accent wrong. Well, that's class and 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 sure. that you're you're so off the mark because you're getting the accent wrong. Never mind the race. That's right. <laughs> if, 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 if a if a if a if an actor of color can nail everything else about the role, then what does the race got to do with anything? We're, yeah. we're, can't we look? That's not relevant. That's not relevant. Yeah. It's like the wardrobe. Yeah, really yeah. truly. But the I fact agree. we're finally beginning to to understand this is not this is. This is not a difference of any validity between anybody, for fuck's sake. My yeah. God, we oh, but hey, but this is what we all do here in the arts. We yes, we're the we're the canaries in the coal mine, but we're also, you know, the ones who are going to force the culture ahead. Sure, through our storytelling sure. and and yep. through our, you know, because we do this as a community already. Right, right. And we're yep. We're reminding, this reminding, out. sure, 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 sure. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, and I'm and I'm proud. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud hey, that's we, what we are. We could go on and on and on, <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, and I I hope you'll come back and and we'll get to do it on. Sure, this would be great. Another time and and talk about everything else that that you're doing. There's so much more. Thank you very much. I've had a great time. I'm it's really good to see you have, again, Gil. I'm really glad you had. And we next time we will not talk at all about Syracuse. We'll just forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> and we'll continue on. As always, Tay, a pleasure and a delight. And I love you, man. Absolutely. I'll, I'll see you soon, I hope. Okay. Take care. All right, fellas. Thank you Thanks again. Ben. Take care. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you soon. The How Not to Make a Movie podcast is executive produced by me, Alan Katz by Gil Adler, and by Jason Stein. Our artwork was done by the amazing Jody Webster, and Jason Jody, along with Mando, are all the hosts of the fun and informative Dads from the Crypt podcast. Follow them for what my old pal the Crypt Keeper would have called terrible Crypt Comedy.